unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. So Tuesday, missionary thing, sings a song, and that's when Elder Sorensen, who I love, love you, but he had the missionary accent at the time. So he says, and so when you believe in the Book of Mormon, we'd be baptized in two weeks? I said, why are you talking like that? But I said, well, Dennis, when do you leave? Saturday. Let's just do it before then, because he's baptizing me. I hadn't been to church. The elders, the panic, the horror, the shock, the We have to reaction. ask our mission president. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Saints Unscripted. Today we have two special guests. It's been a long time since we've had three people at this table. Um, and we have Dennis and Mark. And we're going to listen to, I mean, a conversion story. You know, classic. You know, you've, you've heard many. But this one will change your life. Right, Mark? You, you got to back uh, this it, up, it, otherwise. Well, yes, because it'll be twenty minutes later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, where are you from? I don't even. We didn't even get to that I was, part. I uh, was born and raised in Pennsylvania, Phoenixville by Philadelphia, and then we moved to Florida after high school. Lando Lakes, terrible place. There's never any wind, and uh, <laughs> went to Publix for the grocery store, and that's where this thing worked. Yeah. Okay, and so you were in Florida. Yeah. Already. So I, I grew up in uh, the Tampa Bay area. Uh, my family has been members uh, for five generations on my dad's side. Awesome. My Long mom's time. parents were baptized in uh, the 1960s, but they fell away before she turned eight. And uh, she found my grandpa's Book of Mormon in her closet. And when she was looking for something to read and she came and she brought it to him, she said, why didn't you tell me about this? <sighs> Right. That's awesome. So a couple years That's, later, she was baptized yeah. as well. Um, I was raised in the gospel uh, by two parents who understand the doctrine clearly. We've right. always had the missionaries in our home. Um, my dad has served in numerous leadership positions. My mom was crazy scout lady. So <laughs> she, she got your eagle, not yet yeah, for you. I got my eagle. Oh, okay. oh no, no. Oh. I got that thing. Sure. <laughs> and she'll we, tell you we that. won't push that yeah. um and so then and then you mark so did you grow up in the i mean did you have uh, any contact with the church not really no uh dad was a inactive catholic mom just kind of there's a god the end yeah uh kind of wanted it myself became lutheran in fifth grade for a year it was very boring but there was hot chocolate and i love lutherans but it's like sugar-free catholic right no old school um by the time we got to Florida, I was just kind of a born-again baptist sort of something okay. or another, but uh, nothing in particular. He told me that uh, the preacher that baptized him Baptist called him by the wrong name. He did. Oh. Uh, he, he went with my middle name, which is it's my name. Fine, I guess. You know, God I'm knows. He understands. You don't know I'm not a Thomas. You get to heaven and he's just like, nope, I don't see a mark no. here. And it's not with a C. That's the worst part. My name's with a C. Couldn't even get it right on the Bible. He's in, I have him saved in my phone as Kark, C-A-R-C. Just to... Uh, it's it's yeah. very funny. So you met, you said you walked into a public, is that yeah, a like, grocery a store? Grocery right? store in the southeast. They have very good fried chicken, but fantastic Cuban sandwiches. Change, okay. That's what will change your life. Is my, that, and and so he served you one, and you're like, what church are you from? Uh, and, exactly. Not and then we went out back. <laughs> <laughs> Done. 
So the first time I saw him was in 2005. We were in, uh, I was working the register and I saw him walk by with a Civil War hat because he loves all things Civil War. And, and Utah War. Right. Utah War is oh, picking up in right. the, No one cares about it, but I like it. I've never, I know nothing about that. So we'll, we'll do another, another episode yeah, about exactly. Utah War. <laughs> My first thought was, what a strange fellow. I mean, and your last thought is still. Wow. <laughs> yeah, here we are. You proved right in the end. But. <laughs> and his mom introduced us when she came through my line a few weeks later as him becoming a new employee. And I got transferred back to produce. He got transferred back to seafood after we both worked for a not great manager. And then we ended up with even worse managers because, you know, that's how the grocery store works, right? Right. Some terrible. I made a vow to never work in food. Don't do because it. because of stories like this, do I was like, I'd rather not make money than. Um, it's better. That <laughs> no, way. Just but um, so so you guys were coworkers. But well, so the way it is is you had the produce section and then just a little aisle and then seafood. So I'd see him and I'd learned he was a member of the church at the time. We could call him Mormon. That's that was legal. Right. <laughs> and I'd see him and I'd say, "Good day, Mormon friend. Good day, Gentile friend." Right, <laughs> and we'd go back and forth like that. He was eventually convinced that he was going to save me from the Mormons. I'd like to point out what a nice person I am, though. I didn't say you're going to hell. I just said, Dennis, you're a nice guy. And with this Mormon thing, I don't think you're going to make it to heaven. See, that's nicer. That's like that, you're not failing. You're I, just not winning. And yes. I knew he cared about me. That's interesting. So. Mark, your ver version of the Mormons was negative then. At, well, at this so time. I don't know if you're familiar with the Jack Chick tracts that people have a lot more in the East, where it's just this little comic and something happens and Susie says a prayer and we're all going to heaven. Hooray! Okay. So I looked it up and, and there was one called The Visitors. Grave. <laughs> little Susie's on. She chides, Are you going on a little two week mission to India to build huts? Whatever. I have real missionaries coming. And then come the elders. And little Susie says, ah, but you believe this and you believe that and you're going to become gods and marry this and that. And at the end of it, they run away and little Susie's aunt says, you received me. She says a prayer. We're making it. And then the elders, as they're walking away, the final shot is uh, one elder says, that girl brought up a lot of good points. And the other elder says, you wait till the president hears that. Dang. So I wrote it yeah, all down no, and I said, oh, Dennis, oh, no. You're like, I've, I've seen it all, Dennis. This I know where you're headed. I will help you. So I started sharing little bits and pieces of scripture with him. What he didn't realize is that I was sharing scriptures from the Book of Mormon and the Doctrine and Covenants. You scoundrel. I never awesome. told so him. would you just be like, oh, yeah, there's a scripture, like without any, con yeah. He asked me one day, he says, how do you know what you believe is true? And I said, you will know in your mind and in your heart, Doctrine and Covenants 6. And and I shared little more than that, obviously. Sure. But all he could do was go, hmm. He didn't really <laughs> argue it. <laughs> and the conversations Even continued. though I win, I feel like I'm still losing it. Like every time you tell it, it's like yeah. <laughs> it was he he was beginning to feel the Holy Ghost as I would tell him about truth. And he asked for a ride from home regularly when we would close. It would be one, two in the morning sometimes. But I'd take him home and he'd fill my gas tank up. So I was good with that. I yeah. could walk, but then I'd lose all this. Right. So. You can't lose who you are. Exactly. And it was, it, was there, it was then that he helped me understand the goodness of Bruce Springsteen. And I already knew the boss, right? But his music. Yeah, but love. Is it was good, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, one night he says, what is the premise of Mormonism? And I said, well, let me tell you a story about a boy named Joseph Smith. And I shared with him my personal testimony of Joseph Smith and his first vision especially. And when I shared with him, I saw a light 
which was brighter than the sun, and I saw two personages. At that point, he never argued that. Yeah, it was kind of, for a while, it was me attacking, and then it was kind of fighting back, and at that point, it just kind of switched to more, he started nudging me, and I was just like, stop. <laughs> You're right, but stop it. He made some changes pretty quickly, too, and I said, why don't you come and hear what the missionaries have to say about this? Putting a break on that. Right. Not happening. And I said, oh, come on. Well, then it was your farewell party for his mission, went to Seattle, and that was our new battle cry, two years in Seattle! <laughs> Never had a reply for that. He, he found it very intriguing that I was going to leave my home for two years and go yeah. preach the word, and I got a lot of guff around the, the store for that. People were like, why would you do that? Don't come knock on my door. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Everyone like, there is going to hell. All of them. Hands down. <laughs> Cut that We out, know that please. now. We know that now, right? <laughs> Before you were nice, but then you yeah, kind of remember the time it. I thought, these are the good people. Oh, never mind. They're the bad ones. Um, and and when he started to hear the missionary lessons, uh, they invited him to be baptized on that first lesson. We had two good elders in there, Elder Shaken and Elder Sorensen. Boys, if you're watching, thank you for what you did. Well, let me jump in and tell that angle of it, too. Uh, first meeting, it's at the, the YSA ward, Tuesday yeah. night, and uh, Dennis sits down with the elders, and they start singing, I am a child of God at me. You think this is oh heartwarming, but no, it was awkward because yeah, they're just singing yeah. at me, just I am a child of God. Yeah, and there's no music. One time I had a companion who was like, "Let's sing a song at the beginning." I'm like, "No, no, I was getting closer. They sang, and I said, "Oh, you were like okay, maybe this, this was is, bad. This is not it." But. but then the lesson went on. I liked it, but more than anything, the farewell party was Sunday. I said, "I'll meet with the missionaries to learn," but I'm not joining. But as I sat on my driveway that evening, because Florida, you sit in driveways. It's what you do. Uh, yeah. Thinking about things, I just, in the back of my mind, knew I'm going to be brainwashed and join a cult. That's where my mind was, but I liked it. You're like, it's kind of like too late to turn back. <laughs> yeah, I need something. I'm very bored, so why not? We had a lesson on Wednesday. Oh, get down. Oh, easy now. We, had a lesson. we got to tantalize the people. So Tuesday, missionary thing, sings a song, and that's when Elder Sorensen, who I love, love you, but he had the missionary accent at the time. So he says, and so when you believe in the Book of Mormon, we'd be baptized in two weeks? I said, why are you talking like that? But I said, well, Dennis, when do you leave? Saturday. Let's just do it before then because he's baptizing me. I hadn't been to church. The elders, the panic, the horror, the shock, the We have to ask reaction. our mission president. Right, exactly. <laughs> but but you should the, be happy. With the rules, with the papers, and the, the exactly. phone calls. But uh, then we had a home evening with the YSA ward, and they watched the Testaments, which now it's very hard to watch because, well, there's a number two pencil, there's the camera guy, <laughs> that's cheesy. But at the time... At the time, it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. You know, so that, that last yeah. part when, you know, heal them and uh -huh, gives them a oh, Totally. <laughs> trying to not cry. And the guy in charge, he gets up and he's weeping. He says, let's have a testimony meeting. And everyone except me bears testimony. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> Don't give in. Enough to make a grown man cry. Oh, it was, it was tough. And then Wednesday. Lesson on Wednesday. And we talk about the plan of salvation. Yeah. He buys into it. It's he good. says, this makes sense. It's scriptural, right? Sure. Then we have the lesson of the gospel of Jesus Christ on Thursday. And we talk about these principles, faith, repentance, baptism. And he says, no, nobody has ever laid this out clearly. Shuffle back to Sunday where uh, we were at my house. My mom keeps a statue of Christ in Gethsemane on the fireplace. Cool. He walks up to it and he says, this is Christ in the garden. 
I'm a smart man, right? <laughs> and then he says these words. He says, nobody has ever talked about this in any church I've been to. And I said, well, we do. This is the centric piece of our beliefs. Yeah. And I don't, that probably wasn't the exact dialogue, but that was... In hindsight, that's what you would point, have said. Or the how, point was, yes, we teach this. Yeah, we talk about it a lot. It's Joseph Smith taught that that is the center of our religion and everything else is an appendage to it. So he started to understand this church to be Christ-centric, focused on the right things. And Friday, we had his baptismal interview. Which was very fun because there's the, I don't know if we, this might be edited when he says, you know, have you ever had any homosexual practices? I knew the question was coming, so I got ready and I was like, no, but if that's what I have to do to join the church. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Elder McKay. No, 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 no. Just, no, no, no. You're good. Oh, my gosh. Elder McKay was uh, a fun guy. That's wonderful. Uh, but he was baptism on yeah. Friday. Went well. Just took too long because he was very chatty, Kathy. And I said, what about the team? Off we went on a tangent. I was going to say, yeah, did you have time for the Word of Wisdom lesson? They very were in there for an hour and a half. Yeah, just kind of going and, through. And they, they talked, you know, some particulars about chastity, Word of Wisdom. Them, all those kind of things. And we all sat in there going, what is taking them so long? And then he comes out, he comes out, he goes, yeah. <laughs> he says, we're doing it tomorrow. Yeah. And so Saturday morning, I had to work a little bit later, but uh, he goes up to the Tampa Stake Center, gets set apart as a missionary, drives to the Carrollwood building, which is very old in hindsight, one of those old, just ugly chapels, yeah, whatever. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. But he goes there, baptizes me, goes to the airport for the MTC. So... Baptism on his mission before the MTC. Did, did you come into the MTC just being like, guys, I already, already had one. <laughs> I already had one. First uh, one in the district there. That's the, but that, Sorry, Elder Matheson, I beat you. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, because that's like, I mean, from an elder's perspective, from a missionary's perspective, that's your dream come true. You know, like someone who's been prepared by a friend who, who's genuinely interested. But um, I am interested to know for you, Mark, post post-baptism, the person, your connection to the church, right? He he left he right away. What he what was your experience? I mean, I'm sure you guys kept in contact. We, we right? At the we time, did. it was still snail mail. Yeah. So he writes me a first letter. It says, Dear Dennis, you smell bad. <laughs> Love, Mark. That was the entire letter. I remember that. And, and so I respond with a letter about the MTC and how it's awesome and how he's got a lot of when it's time for him to I know this is what you meant to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I think I responded again, just like, dear Dennis, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All four months, however long it takes for a no, And then the contact yeah. really started, and we continued to write back and forth. But the Tampa YSA ward, I think it was still a branch at the it time. Was, yeah, it, Tampa Third Branch, they called it. It was not the greatest at fellowshipping, so sure. it was very clicky and all, everyone just grew right, up. Everyone so. has their friends. and But they yeah, were yeah. still good people, and the leadership was good, and they made sure he stayed active. The home ward worked with him, too. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah, because the three things you're supposed to have, President Hinckley says, the calling, friendship, and basically home teaching, ministering. Right, I, something to do. I right. never got ministered to until after the mission, so... And then calling, it took forever, and then they gave me a, a branch missionary. And the branch was technically over there, and I lived over here, so... It wasn't oopsie, the most, oopsie. like, involved uh, Right, and then the friends, again, very right. clicky. So it's like, oh, that's Mark. We're nice to him, but back to our thing. No, yeah. But it was the missionaries in the Tampa Family Ward. They were my friends. These were good guys. Were these the same guys? Was that uh, the same different, same? different set entirely. Oh, but, but they just, just were there. They, they, they broke the rules but kept the commandments. Let me clarify before the panic. But, <laughs> like... This sounds even worse. 
occasional sleepovers, but not in the silly, oh, you're so silly kind of a sleepover. But we kept the missionaries. You had (laughs) outside the church, it's wild. (laughs) But it was more like we were going to keep the missionary schedule. So I'd have 24 hours as a missionary. I'd dress up and everything. Yeah, no, we did that all the time with like people who are preparing for mission. They would come spend the night with us at our, you know, our apartment, live the schedule with us. So we did that. Awesome. They gave me responsibility. They taught the heck out of me, and literally, they taught the hell out of me. You were free. I was freed. And uh, yeah, uh, 14 months after baptism, I went to the MTC, enjoyed that well enough. Didn't mind the food. Everyone panics and complains about the food. Oh, it's terrible. It was pretty good. I liked it. These people, they need to be stronger. Depends on how long you're there. The wrap bar. That's where I survived, right? Oh, right. right. On those green wraps. Yeah. So good. I went for the hard-boiled eggs. It smelled like fart. They were good. (laughs) So he goes out on his mission, and he starts working, and we start emailing back and forth, and then I get permission from my president to call him on Christmas. And his companion gets on for a minute. He goes, you have no idea what you did when you baptized this man. And I said, oh, I know exactly what I did. <laughs> what did you want to <laughs> It was a bit fun. Yeah. I had the, the greeny fire plus the convert fire plus the just, I'm me. Yeah. So it was he, he, the fervor, right? It was a bad time for everybody but me. I had fun. <laughs> he, he took me back to visit his mission in Wyoming uh, in this little town called Wheatland. We went and we spent a week out there. And we traveled around a little bit to Nebraska. And did we go to Colorado? I don't think we uh, did. Who needs to? But we visited, we visited yeah. quite a few uh, good people there. And you could tell that there was an impact there. And and I got to see the fruit of my actions, which was really, really a huge blessing for me. When you take the time to share the gospel, you don't know the reach that that will have. And watching... Santos and uh, some of these other people that Mark brought back and baptized were just some of the very best experiences I've had. A decade later from that visit, I can I can look back on that and say this was a good thing. And so Dennis planted, Mark watered, but God gave the growth. No doubt. Amen. No doubt. Yes. So I can still say, fourteen years just about after the fact that he is. The worst person I know, and he's but he's still in my top three, five, t- top twenty friends. At least. <laughs> he's scared of my wife. That's She's why terrifying. he keeps going around. <laughs> <laughs> She'll throw an eyebrow at you. That just oh, Mark. <laughs> I haven't felt this since my damn days. You know? <laughs> no, it's scary. Um, if you had like both individually, right? Like so, Mark, if you had some advice for people who were in your situation. Um, and then, Dennis, if you had some advice, what what would that be? I would say, if you're even close to thinking about the church, every word of it is true. Jesus Christ is God in the flesh, and he suffered and died for all of us. Joseph Smith is his prophet, and this is his church and kingdom on the earth. So do not hesitate. Get baptized. Get into it. Get active if you're not active. Duluth, brother, you know who I'm talking to. Get active. <laughs> Get involved in this because it's all real, all of it, and it's very exciting. Growing up in the South was not an easy thing. You're told regularly, you're going to hell. Right, actively. Right. Yeah. People say, Dennis, I'm worried about your soul. <laughs> and, you know, all humor aside, right, that starts to wear on you. But I've always known the church was true. There's never been a doubt in my mind. And I've had experiences over my life that have solidified that. I have a knowledge 
not just faith. And so I feel I have a responsibility to share that. And the retention in Tampa at the time was terrible, less than 40%, some years less than 20%. But I still knew I needed to share the gospel. And when people would listen, I'd be all over it. And I, I handed out a couple copies of the Book of Mormon while I was at work there. People were very intrigued about who I was, but nobody was willing to take action until him. <laughs> and that was this has been one of the most satisfying friendships of my life, aggravating as he is. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> This is your fault. <laughs> you could have walked away. <laughs> but but this has been absolutely satisfying. Watching him change and progress, go to college and figure out a career path. Now he's you know looking at a master's degree in history to work for the church history department. And that's going to be that's a great cool. asset yeah. to the Somebody church. out there. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, hire him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he has been a great example to me on living the gospel better, on studying the gospel better. And I, I read my scriptures, right? But I haven't really dove in at the level he has. So now there's some areas that he knows a lot more than I do. So yeah. I can go to him and say, <laughs> You seem like, yeah. <laughs> and, and then probably the pinnacle of all of this was uh, working in the temple together. That was fun. That was really a lot of fun. Salt Lake Temple, no less. So we got to do live sessions, um, and I That's would do a live awesome. part. He would do a live part. and uh, That would have been much more entertaining than the older people. No offense oh, yeah. to them. We had, <laughs> we had all young guys on a session for That's several so weeks in a row, fun. and uh, Brother Arnie Allred was responsible for that, so thanks for that, Brother Allred. But we're... Um, sharing the gospel is absolutely the greatest responsibility that we have. I take it seriously, and this is the friendship and the fruition of listening to the prophet's call to share the gospel. Nobody's an exception to that commandment. You might not be successful, and that's okay, but share it anyway. Right, well, it's like what you said, Mark, just like planting those seeds, like, and, and whoever, whoever plants it, whoever waters it, at the end of the day, God will, like, the fruit will come because yeah. it's his work. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much, guys, for coming. Thanks for sharing the story. French, you know, friendship, right? And then, and then just the gospel and the joy it brings to our lives. Um, if you guys have questions um, for them in particular, you can leave them in the comments or like. Um, do you guys have like an Instagram or like a social yeah. media handle? Yeah, at Dennis J Walker on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, on Twitter, I'm at Mark of Ethan. And yes, you can reach out to them personally and then leave stuff in the comments. Let us know how you've been able to share the gospel and how it's blessed your life. Um, thanks for watching and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.